Hi everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight, the horror movie podcast here in the Mild Fuzz Podcast Network. Class is in session <laughs> because the Professor Tim Vargilish is here. You know, sometimes a hug can be just as intimate as a kiss. Hello. Well, if that doesn't send shivers down your spine, <laughs> I don't know what will. <sighs> so yeah, we talk about horror movies, sometimes from the past, sometimes, and sometimes from the present. From the present. Yes. And uh, <laughs> this week, this week we have a new horror film, which is a... Uh, Still, still playing in theaters, and we wait to go see it because we're how, insane. How is that possible? <laughs> it baffles my mind that this was released to a public audience. I have there's like so many theaters around me, and I still had to like go the fuck out of my way <laughs> to see this thing. Oh my god! Um, this rough cut of a movie. Which, you know, is called The Darkness. It stars Kevin Bacon. It was directed by Greg McLean. Rada Mitchell's also in it, who I haven't seen in ages, but she, I remember her mostly from uh, Pitch Black. She was the lead in that. Oh. Right. Well, <laughs> as always, we will start spoiler-free and uh, we'll put up the spoiler wall at some point and we'll warn you before we go into them. But uh, as you can tell from our attitude, uh, get into this one. This movie... Now, actually, I want to preface this, because last week, last week we, we reviewed The Other Side of the Door, mm-hmm. and I said that I thought it was the weakest horror movie of this year, safely, which was saying something, because The Forest existed, and yeah. maybe something else, I can't remember. But I said it was easily the worst movie of the year, or the worst horror movie of the year. Um, yeah, I agree with that. The Darkness <laughs> is the worst horror movie of the year, easily. It's like it's like they heard what you said and was just like, uh uh-uh. uh, yeah, <laughs> no we, way, don't not without uh, seeing me, you don't say that. Yeah, we can top that is what uh. what this movie decided to tell us. So the other side of the door didn't have a long reign uh, at the top of the <laughs> ship pile. It has a new king, and its king <laughs> is the darkness. And Jesus Christ, man, this it, you know it's it's weird sometimes like some like you see a bad movie and it just kind of makes you angry this kind of like made me sad <laughs> yeah you know? i know what you mean it, it this is the thing like this is a movie that was this is from Bloomhouse. who yeah i mean yeah the quality of the movies varies a bit there's some good movies there's some not good movies but <laughs> they're all m- movies that feel finished <laughs> this 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 was like a rough cut, edited mess, and it's not like it's just some no-name cast. Kevin Bacon, yeah. Radha Mitchell, Paul Reiser's in this. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot he was in. Uh, May from Agents of Shield is in. Oh, he's not a big name compared to the other ones, admittedly. Yeah. But you know, like there's, there's recognizable faces in this. Matt Walsh from uh, UCB and Veep, where it had like a weird, like meaningless part in the beginning, and is never brought uh, up again. Yeah, that. I, I thought was a uh, especially odd. Like <laughs> you setting up these like family friends as if they would have something to do with something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they never come back into it. The the movie, the editing in this movie is atrocious to the point where I notice when editing is not that great. Like it's this kind of thing where if a movie is edited well, and for the most part movies are edited well because you tend not to notice it, and that's kind of the point is you don't notice editing. But mm-hmm. when it's not good, that's when you start to notice it being kind of shit. And yeah. 
the point I'm getting at is that Tim, <laughs> you told me before we started recording that even you noticed how bad the editing was. Yeah, nice. <laughs> and and the way I was guys kind of think about it too is. You know, uh, I mentioned this before, but I'm not a very technical guy. I didn't study film in school or anything. I'm just a dude who has seen a lot of movies. You know, I've uh, mostly horror movies. I watch a lot. And, you know, when something's done really well, I can appreciate like the craft in it. But for the most part, I'm not, you know, uh, as likely to kind of pick out like, you know, these little things that maybe like someone like you or, you know, more um, seasoned uh, film watchers might be but yeah even i was like like fuck man this is like shit like this like someone <laughs> like whoever did it i don't know if you know they're doing a solid for like their friend's nephew who like <laughs> needed a job or something i, I don't know I, I don't even know who to blame like is this like a terrible editor or is this the best he could do with what the director gave them that's true yeah you know like, i don't know exactly where the problem lies but there are some awful cuts in this like there's a weird contract where like a disgruntled janitor got like final like cut on it or something <laughs> like it's a weird loophole no, but these weird things where characters sort of move and continuity just feels like there's just mm. this jarring movement between edits it's like oh it's, it's so bad seeing yeah. this in like a mainstream movie that's being released to theaters is so so weird and like i expect this kind of editing from like birdemic <laughs> now at least this had sound mixing you know it's not yeah. it's not quite in that realm but you know like you know what i mean it feels like one of these movies made by people who don't know what they're doing you know even yeah. student films have better editing than this i've made films with better <laughs> editing than this uh so yeah there's, there's that there's that. Yeah. That, that, that that was the thing that stood out first of all i, I guess we should tell you what the, the plot roughly is you know <laughs> so you know what the hell we're talking about because uh, I don't recommend seeing this, obviously. Obviously, even though we're going to do spoilers yeah. later and we're going to warn you we're going to do spoilers, I recommend that you stick around, hear how bad the movie <laughs> is, spoilers and all, and don't bother seeing it. Because trust me, this will be a better put together and more entertaining yeah. uh, time than actually watching the movie. I promise you that. I will guarantee you that. Yeah, there's a lot of times I usually will, you know, still tell people to watch the movie because, you know, maybe we're a little harsh, but, you know, people might want to make up uh, their own minds or maybe there's like some redeeming thing or maybe it's so bad that it's entertaining. But this had like none of that. Hmm. Yeah. This, this is like a void at all costs if you can, even if it's like streaming, don't no, This is no bother. Yeah. Do you know, and this movie had one of the most abrupt, weird, like, starts i have ever seen oh, yeah. they, you, you get the opening like uh like studio logos always as you do you know blumhouse <laughs> and a couple of other ones that i don't remember and we immediately were in like a, a canyon like out somewhere <laughs> um the, the, the main family are, are you know vacationing they're you know they're, they're visiting different parts of the u.s uh, with their family friends another couple who are never brought up again after this opening <laughs> uh but so that, They've got two kids. They've got a, a boy who's about uh, 12, what is it? Sure. Yeah, 12 and 12. I, I'm, I'm bad with ages, but yeah, yeah sounds about right. Something in that region. Mm -hmm. And uh, he... I think they actually confirmed later on he's autistic, but, they, you know... Yeah. They, they hint that he's, you know, kind of awkward and, like, you know, you get, is he autistic? And I, I think they do eventually confirm that he's autistic. Mm -hmm. uh, and then a teenage daughter who's, like, you know, 16 or whatever. And... 
but the movie, the way, the way the movie starts is it, it just uses a couple of establishing shots of the look at the area, and then it just jumps right into like the conversation between Kevin Bacon and his like friend while they're <laughs> barbecuing, and it just it doesn't feel like there's any proper like introduction. Like movies have a way of building into their first scene. There's a way kind to lead into it, you know. Yeah, you, they want to ease you into the world, not just like shove you <laughs> into it. And you can start with a conversation. It's uh, something mm. that I would do as well if I was maybe writing a script. But you usually, mm. if you're going to start with immediate conversation, you have it be intriguing because, like, oh, what they're talking about, and you, you know, you're you're building something. But they're just it's small talk about yeah. whatever shit's going on. Like you know, they're, they're barbecuing and they're talking about whatever they do at home. Or, I, I don't know, but it's just it just yeah. abruptly starts. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, I mean, the only thing I guess is like if they're you know, trying to set you up to be like, no, trust us, the rest of the movie is going to be this boring. <laughs> yeah. It, it, this is why I'm thinking it might not be... I mean, now that it might be shit as well, it could be both that are shit, but mm-hmm. this is why I think at least the core problem is with the director yeah. uh, and all the script. I, I honestly think this movie, when they put this together, they were trying to salvage a, piece, a, a complete piece of shit. Like, I think it was already a, comp- a piece of shit. For, from the script either or for everything they shot but I think this is the first scene where they didn't have an opening it just cuts yeah. into this scene well what might be kind of interesting is like a lot of times you hear about like someone will write this great script uh, but then it gets changed you know when it goes through the studio and then you know all these different hands get on it or like you have a good director but then he gets his shit script or something but maybe this is like a rare case where everyone sucked it was like a shitty script <laughs> given to a shitty director with who they hired a shitty editor and maybe it's just like really like oh man this doesn't happen very often but everyone was terrible no i i think that's <laughs> it seems the case so so yeah the movie starts in the a canyon and the younger autistic boy falls into a cave uh, and by the way it's it's like cause it basically jumps down to the rock but the rock sort of like it doesn't turns out not to be rock or ground or whatever it is but it looks like ground and it just yeah. like this perfect hole just like collapses in as he lands <laughs> on it it's the most goofy yeah. thing ever but basically he finds what is like an old native american like like uh, altar or something cave yeah there's like yeah. there's these like ritual stones on this little like podium built out of rock and uh yeah. it cuts away we don't even get to see any hint that something <laughs> creepy is going to happen it just cuts back to the family and then yeah. they finish their holiday they finish their vacation and they drive home like you yeah. don't actually get any hint that anything i mean we know it is because it's a horror movie called darkness you know we've seen the posts yeah. on the trailer we know bad stuff's going to happen but it's again it's this weird thing and this, this is the thing that um so so yeah basically they go back to the house and of course Something's followed the kid back from this place with the stones and creepy shit starts happening. However, what I thought was really weird about this movie was the way it doesn't actually focus on that for the first, like, 70% of the movie. It's so long. It's so much, like... It focuses in all this really weird character drama of all these things that take precedent over any of the actual horror plot and none of them are interesting... And they're all yeah. really cliched, and some of them come out of nowhere. Some of them get dropped just as quickly. It is so weird, and I, I won't yeah. spoil them till we get to spoilers. But what were you going to say, Tom? <laughs> I was just about to spoil one, but <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm glad I said that then. <laughs> but 
but oh god like and they all have their own problem which is i mean the, the kid's obviously the one that's more connected to the horror plot but obviously he's autistic and there's nothing wrong with having an autistic character but you have an autistic mm-hmm. character you have a daughter who has her own thing which again i'm not going to spoil any of them you've got the mother who's got her own problems and you've got her fa- the father kevin bacon who's got his own problems and they're all completely separate and it's basically like it's like, almost as if the family, the real monster, was the family's darkness. <laughs> it's kind of like, <laughs> like people have real problems in real life. They do, and sometimes families can Must be unlucky, be. and you'll have, you know, maybe two. But the fact that all four of these people all have really specific, yeah. like, problems, and, and they all felt like very, like, separate. Kind of like, oh, this person's over here with their own little problem, yeah. and this person's over here. Like, you know, it's not like the the conflict was coming from, like, everyone being together. It's kind of like they're just all off on their own little separate thing. Yeah, and the horror stuff just felt very tacked on for most mm-hmm. of the movie until the last, like, 25 minutes where <laughs> it kind of starts to happen. And they do the... It, it, for, and when it does do the horror stuff, it's nothing but cliches and done poorly mm-hmm. compared to every other time you've seen it. You know, when they, they finally bring in the, uh, the non-white people who... <laughs> believe that creepy shit can happen because that's what always happens in these movies it's always a hispanic old person yeah <laughs> um you know who comes in and in this case it's an old hispanic person and her granddaughter so there's two of them this time at least i guess they're breaking conventions <laughs> yeah. but it's, it's it's always someone of a different race yeah. they always come in they hold up some you know hanging dangly mm. things and talk about ghosts or demons or whatever yeah. and which uh is kind of a funny coincidence that all of the you know, what I think we can both agree on, like, the three worst movies this year so far, The Forest, The Other Side of the Door, and this, kind of what they all have in common is it's, like, it's all white main characters who are kind of, like, being attacked or haunted by, like, basically, like, other cultures. Yeah, yeah, because The Forest was Japan, I'll say The Door was India, and this one stays in America, but it's, like, Native American, so it's a different culture, so, yeah, it's, it's all these... Oh, these poor white people being haunted you know by I can't, Native I can't, Americans. I can't believe out of the three of these movies, I'm actually going to confidently say The Forest was the best one, but it was. Oh, it's, it is <laughs> It really ridiculous. was. And it was terrible, but it's the best one out of these three by a mile. I think, like, at the very least, well, it seems like each one, the like, the further along the year we go, like, they become, like, less and less horror. Like, at least The Forest had, like, a good percentage of it that was kind of like playing off horror and then the other side of the door got less so and then this even less so but i mean the one thing i can say about those other movies though is while i still won't say that they're good at least maybe there was some like once like the ghost stuff kind of starts happening at least i can kind of point to like oh maybe that's kind of a cool design or that you know, kind of like we mentioned with the other side of the door, like, oh, the ghosts look kind of cool, even though it's in the shitty movie. This, um, unfortunately, though, can't even say that. Like, you know, most of the time it was just kind of like black goo or shadows. That... Yeah, it was really uninspired. Like I say, it was just nothing but cliches. Like, when the horror stuff did happen, it was nothing but cliches. There yeah. was no original thought at all in any of the horror stuff and it ends so abruptly and so easily at the end yeah. and then the movie actually ends as abruptly as it started <laughs> uh, which I can't talk about how it does but it basically you get one, like, one little snippet of a scene to show how things have ended up and it cuts to credits and the, the whole thing just 
uh, it feels so it feels like a cobbled together mess where I don't know if the producer came in after it was shot and they looked at the rushes or they looked at the original cut and said this movie's garbage we need to start cutting chunks out of this to make it as quick as possible but it kind of feels yeah. like that it feels like they they came in and gutted so much of it so that it it was at least shorter <laughs> but it, it it feels so 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 bad to watch yeah. it just nothing clicks it, it, things just happen and uh, I, I think that's as much as we can say without spoilers because I, I really want to start tearing digging into this piece of shit yeah i want to tear it to shreds Fuck this movie <laughs> i really do so here here so obviously we do not recommend it it's a complete no. piece of utter garbage do not see the darkness and therefore mm. you can stick around for the spoilers which i am now warning you just in case for some mm. reason you do care full spoiler warning from this point on all right all right so <laughs> let's, let's tackle family member problem number one and that is the possible adultery from Kevin Bacon's character, which is mm-hmm. expertly hinted at in the opening scene. <laughs> uh, when Radha Mitchell, the wife, is uh, taking photos up in the rock face, and she looks down and notices Kevin Bacon and the like the the the, the you know the, the couple fr- the the friend couple, mm-hmm. uh, the the woman in that couple and Kevin Bacon yeah. sort of walk out of a little thing, you know the out from another part of the rock face <laughs> and she's sort of looking down at them and she looks really suspicious like she's like sure something's going on and I'm like okay yeah. alright that's nice mm-hmm. like you just sort of yeah. threw that it's okay fine but the rest of the movie we have Kevin Bacon who gets this you know, young hot assistant at his work who by the way <laughs> we never know what his job is oh no um he wears very trendy glasses has mm-hmm. a very nice shirt that is like buttoned way too low. He has a he has a project of some sort. Yeah. Uh, Paul Rigel's his boss, but that's all, all he ever does is talk about the project and how he'll need more time or it's running late. Like, he never actually <laughs> says what he does. We have no idea what his job is. I kind of it, it makes me laugh when they have those like really vague uh, jobs in movies where it's just like some guy being like, "Hey, did you score the big account." Or like, hey, don't forget we need a project update by noon. You know, like, <laughs> all this stuff where it's just like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, so he's got, he's got this young hot assistant who, well, he won't. He tried to have an affair and he, he kind of goes down that path at one point, but then it gets dropped and the, the whole th- the whole thing's just kind of pointless. But It's just like, I've never not cared so much about <laughs> I know, something. I know. Uh, and then you get the wife who, as it turns out, halfway through, has got a drinking problem, even though that's <laughs> never hinted at in the first half whatsoever. Um, she just buys a lot of booze, and then yeah. Kevin Bacon sort of notices the bottles and gives her a face. <laughs> and like, oh, I guess she kind of has a problem then, okay. The one that that's really... the thing, no one ever like talks about the problems. All it is is just like a lot of people looking at the other people <laughs> with the problems. They, can, they just keep yeah. happening, and they keep noticing yeah. they happen, but they never actually... Uh, there should have just been like a huge awkward dinner scene where they're all just at a table like looking at one another <laughs> like just glancing at one person who glances at the other person who glances at another person yeah the teenage, with a ghost in the background looking bored <laughs> the teenage daughter's problem though is the one that cracks me up the most because, yeah this was like the most like wait what <laughs> yeah because that this is like three scenes right so the first scene where we see anything's wrong is there's a scene 
where she's in the bathroom and she's sort of looking at her stomach and like pulling it out and like as if she's like paying attention to her weight. And when her mother chaps the door, by the way, in the most pol- well, she doesn't even she doesn't quite chap it, but she sort of like knocks it. She's coming in, and shouts on her, and she's not even going into the bathroom. She's like going into her bedroom because she has like a bathroom that's like you know her own bathroom that's like in a yeah. separate room, and like she just sort of knocks it, sort of opens the her bedroom door and shut shouts in. Uh, you know, breakfast is coming or whatever she says. I, I can't remember. And the daughter just opens the bathroom door and starts screaming at her, Oh my god, can I not get privacy? Oh my god! And just screams at her. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? All she did was say breakfast is coming. She didn't barge into the bathroom. You weren't even doing anything wrong. You were looking in the mirror. Fucking stupid. Then, like, three scenes later, we get the second scene where we see her coming into the bedroom and put her fingers on her mouth to vomit in like a, a Tupperware box. Yeah. Um, and her mother catches her doing it. And then she lifts up the mattress and finds that there's like just like <laughs> 50 of these boxes all. I'm like, okay, right. I get that some people have eating disorders and do this kind of shit. But you yeah. would think she would try and, I don't know, empty these boxes or dispose of the vomit that she is, you know, not keep a collection. Again, it's like, what does this have to do with anything? Oh, it has nothing to do with that. It has nothing to do with it's, a fucking thing. It's just so bizarre. Like, I don't know. It's like, I don't know if they knew what type of movie they wanted to make. I just, I... Like, maybe the idea originally with the script was that, oh, these, this family's full of like all these different problems, whether it be uh, health or whether it be mental mm. or... Um, whatever you'd call adultery, you know, whatever that character that falls under. Yeah. But, like, you know, like, they all have problems and the the ghosts would somehow bring them all together and be stronger. Like, maybe they, that that's what the arcs were going to be, but none of it's actually yeah. in the movie. They just have these problems <laughs> and they aren't related to anything. Yeah, I mean, if there's something like that or something like maybe showing how the ghost, like, heightens, you know, their problems or, you know... Uh, like increases it to the tenth degree or some shit like that, or uses that to prey on them. Totally fine, whatever. You know, even even if you still don't like the idea, at least it would have seemed better executed. But doesn't this? It's just I don't know. Doesn't the daughter like proper trick like start hitting the mother as well when she catches her? I think she does. <laughs> yeah, she like, pro- yeah. proper runs up to her and starts like hitting her, <laughs> and the dad has to pull her off, and then they find everything and. <laughs> then, then we get one scene when they're at the hospital with her, implying that she's going to get like you know attention of some kind for this, and that yeah. is the last you ever hear of this or see of it. It's never brought up again. This is this is like maybe halfway into the movie after that, and it's just never brought up again. It was pointless. Yeah, it's pretty awful. I, I think by the time we get and uh, like maybe forty minutes and we're into the movie somewhere in that region. There's a couple yeah. of like shadows at one point, or like eventually the the the, the kid, the son, you know, well, <laughs> they imply he sets a fire, but it's probably just magic. It's probably just a ghost or whatever the demon yeah. doing it, and the blah, blah, blah. and that's when they started to take things a bit seriously. And of course, we have the scene that's in every paranormal movie that's set in present day in the last like ten years, where they look up in the internet and they find videos on YouTube. <laughs> And she she sends the husband the wife says the husband the video explaining the entire backstory yeah. of the plot, like conveniently all of it in this YouTube video. <laughs> this one video explains the whole thing. 
and they they reach out uh, to the paranormal people who come in and try and perform some weird. It's not an exorcism, but they I don't know. They start chanting and saying things. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. But the funny thing is, though, is we get to this point in the movie and we're like fifteen minutes maybe from the end. Yeah. It's like it's taken this long to get to the point where we're full on treating it like there's actually like a supernatural thing happening, mm-hmm. and it just ends really quickly. The the the, the kid the, the 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 burnt spot in his room where the fire was becomes a portal <laughs> to the the temple that he was in at the start of the movie, uh, and each of the five stones that he he stole from there represent these five animals, these five gods of oh, the Americans, yeah, and. They're there with their masks on, and Kevin Bacon decides to go in after him. And <laughs> he just goes in the portal. He says, "Take me instead." Which, by the way, also happened on the other side of the door. We had a "Take me instead" uh, <laughs> moment. Um, and then, but then the kid, because he wasn't scared of them, uh, I guess that's the beauty of being autistic, because you, you don't feel the same way <laughs> other people do. I think that's what they were getting that, and he managed to put the stones back and therefore that's it problem solved the ghosts go away and that's all you had to do we have one quick 20 second scene of them playing with a football in a park as a family <laughs> implying that everything's okay and then it comes yeah. to credits it is the most tone deaf movie i think i've ever seen in my life it, it seemed like they were just like you know it seemed like they forgot they were doing a horror movie Remembered at the last minute, but everyone wanted to go home. So yeah. Oh, did we forget about that nice five ten minute scene of the uh, the dinner with with a couple go out with Paul Reiser and his wife, who's played by uh, I think it's Ming Wen oh. from who plays me yeah. in Agents of Shield. I make it big in her name slightly wrong, but he he she yeah. plays Paul Reiser's wife, and mm-hmm. we have this long scene of them at dinner talking about various things and. The, the whole thing is just to set up the sort of marital dispute between our main characters because she embarrasses them by bringing up that there might be a supernatural thing going on. Yeah. Which turns out, like two scenes later, that Paul Reiser's uh, son had an issue years ago <laughs> and they went to like a magic woman who cured him of everything. Um, also, it's, it's insane. It's just convenient. I'm... It's just convenient that this character who is just a complete sleazeball turns out to have a connection like, I don't know. I'm I'm laughing because I kind of to be honest I forgot <laughs> a lot of what happens in this movie just because it was so like boring and uninteresting but as you're talking about it I'm like remember like oh yeah I forgot about that. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And, <laughs> and it's like yeah, that was fucking dumb. <laughs> it, is, it it just it frequently did things that were not related and then when it had to get on with the plot it was just all these really convenient Really easy things. It's never scary. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and like uh, I mentioned it as well with um, other side of the door. Uh, you know, I hate to keep comparing it to last week's movie, but um, again with that, like I still kind of thought like the overall idea of the you know movie was kind of cool. Uh, I but. W- for the for the other side of the door, I, I thought it was interesting, like a door where you could communicate between the dead and stuff. I thought that was kind of an interesting idea, but I can't even say it like with this, like it, like all it is is like 
these stones and if you take the stones these you know kind of vague nondescript ghosts will come after you i mean they'll wait a good while yeah, yeah, they'll, yeah. Let, they'll let you yeah, hash out you know any family issues or any you know stuff you got going on but eventually they you know they will haunt you a bit and then that's it like yeah you know, i can't even say like that there was like a germ of like something cool or interesting there there's a lot of things that are just dropped as well like the neighbors got a dog who the oh, ghost yeah. possessed the dog and the <laughs> dog comes in and bites one of them and yeah because of that the dog gets taken away because i think it's just the dogs went you know rabid or whatever and yeah uh the the, the neighbor looks pissed and upset about it as you would if your dog was taken from you and oh, yeah, kevin bacon's like sorry and then I, I was thinking all right maybe the neighbor's going to pop up later like, because he's going to, like, want revenge and help, end up yeah. seeing something bad and help out, or, you know, it felt like it was a character who was been set up to either want revenge or something, you know? And he's just never seen again. He he was set up to be a character. Yes, he was set up to be a character, and then he wasn't one. Yeah. That's, that's it, yeah. That's it, right there. And, I don't know, it's kind of... It's almost kind of hard to talk about these movies because they're so uninteresting and uninspired that there isn't even like a lot, you know, that you can say. Like at least if they're if it's stupid but has like crazy banana shit going on, at least you can be like, this was you know fucking crazy. Like yeah, you know, when we talked about Green Inferno, a fucking awful movie, but at least we'd be like, like what the fuck happened here and here and here? <laughs> this yeah. is just like. Uh, I mean, I don't really have much to say because no, nothing interesting. It was happened. just boring, yeah. It was, it was, it was dull. It was uneventful. Mm. It was cliched. It was horribly edited. In fact, the horrible editing was the most entertaining part of the movie because at least it was making me go, "Oh, what's going on here?" <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh my god. Uh, nah, this movie, this movie was garbage. That, let's get to ratings. Mm. Uh, I guess rate it out of ten stones. Since that was a prominent part of the plot, um, um, all the actors seem bored as well in it. By the way, I, I should mention that. Yeah, I wouldn't say that they're necessarily bad actors. Like, I mean, I don't know, maybe some of the smaller characters or whatever. But like, you know, like you got like Kevin Bacon, like Paul, Paul Reiser, uh, yeah, the, yeah, the agent from Shield. These are all good people, but yeah, they just felt like you know they were just kind of going by the numbers, you know. Yeah, I feel like, you know, an actor has to be directed to get certain things out of them, and I feel like yeah. maybe the director just didn't direct them at all. It, it, it feels like a, such an undirected movie. Nothing about yeah. this is interesting or inspired. It's just it's just there. It just feels like such a... Like, it went into a machine and it churned this out without <laughs> any heart or soul or understanding of why people like horror movies or why we should care or how films are made or... <laughs> <laughs> how human beings react <laughs> to each other and uh, so yeah out of 10 out of 10 stones timmy what would you rate this uh i mean i uh, easily a one for me um i i forget because we've been giving like a lot of movies low scores lately so i forget um what the other ones I've been getting, if they've been around twos or threes, but I, I remember I gave Green Inferno a one, and um, 
which is also a horrible movie but in such a different way yeah, um, so it's a more eventful one <laughs> yeah this is this is just as bad but in a much more boring less See, exciting way i didn't even give green inferno a one though i thought that was being a bit too harsh because mm-hmm. i mean i hated that don't get me wrong i gave it like a two or a three i can't remember the exact figure now um I mean, if I compared it to this movie or rated it retroactively after seeing something like this, maybe get a it, something like this bad might bump it up a little, a little bit yeah. to like a one point yeah. five or a yeah, two I'm, or something. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking I give it a three, but I could be I could be wrong. But yeah. um, this, no, nah, I'm agreeing with you here. This is this is a one. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah, so one out of ten. Uh, maybe a one point five, and the one point five would purely just because if Birdemic's a one. Yeah, <laughs> then this has some better qualities than Birdemic in terms of at least it's and, got sound mixing and doesn't look as ugly as Birdemic, even though the editing is still atrocious. I, yeah, I, uh, but nah, it's a one out of ten. Um, I can't <laughs> even. Uh, there's nothing. And at last week, I gave Alice the Vador a, a two. I think I, I give it a two. So yeah, I want to say I gave it like a two or a three. Yeah, I think. that's a, that's a two and a one back to back. That is, that is <sighs> dire. Tough times. But you know, uh, there you go. Uh, well, that wraps up that. But one bit of exciting <laughs> news for you this week, and something to, something to cheer us up a little bit <gasps> is uh, this isn't the only episode this week. Shut your nippled mouth. Me and Tim, <laughs> for the next little while. We're going to be working double time, mm-hmm. and you're going to be getting two episodes a week for a little while. So, whoa! Uh, I never agreed to this, but let's do it. <laughs> you, agree, you, agree, you know, you agreed. Um, but nah, and I will say the other film we're doing this week is much better than this one, and we knew mm-hmm. that going in because it's one we'd seen before. Um, mm-hmm. I won't say what it is, but you could probably guess given what might be coming next week. Uh, mm-hmm. So. Yeah, there'll be another episode this week, uh, probably maybe on the Friday or around Friday, maybe Thursday, maybe Saturday, somewhere in that region of the So week. this Friday the 13th, you can expect uh, a little bit of bonus Is coal th- in your stocking. It's not the 13th and Friday, Tommy. You sure? I'm pretty sure Sunday's the 12th, so um, it can't be. Fantastic. <laughs> Also, May had a Friday the 13th. I know that because it was my birthday. So, oh. I can remember that. Yeah. No, it doesn't happen often that we get them back to back in consecutive weeks. So, that's cool. Well, we never get them in consecutive weeks because you can't have 13th two weeks in a row. Uh, maybe a long time ago. I don't know. What, a long time ago when months only had 13 days in them? Even that we couldn't do it because you'd have to, because <laughs> weeks would have to have at least fourteen days. Well, I also have an announcement uh-huh. to make uh, for something, some new little bonus uh, content. Okay, I don't we'll, know about this. We'll this, be thrown out here. this is this is terrifying. He, he did not prep me with this. He did not <laughs> warn me at all. Tim, what, what, what was this? Well, don't worry. You don't have to do anything. So your pretty little head is in the clear. Um, Oh no, something uh, I decided to do uh, is going to be fun is I'm going to start drawing uh, a picture that represents each movie 
that we watch. All right, okay. Uh, so when we post the new episodes, um, I will you know repost them on all uh, you know my social media stuff and Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, all that stuff. Uh, and to go along with the episode, you'll have a a nice little picture that I drew. Um, I'm not much of an artist. Uh, don't hold it against me, but I do like to draw, and uh, I've been wanting to get more practice in. So uh, I've drawn. Uh, pictures for both both movies we've done this week so when the episodes go up you can uh, expect that little treat in fact since i didn't know about this i will actually put them in the video as he says it at the end i'll actually put it i'll have it come up i'll have it fade in underneath (laughs) us and you can see it for yourselves Um, (laughs) so yeah so that'll be on screen right now i've not seen it yet but it'll be on screen right now i'm sure it's lovely (laughs) i think you're gonna i think you'll I, i i think you will enjoy the one i did for this movie can I say it was uh, the other movie we did this week? Like right away, I had an image in my head that was like, "Oh, this is cool." That's kind of what made me want to do it because I'd be like, "Oh, like I can get these ideas for these images I can draw." Though, but then when I was trying to think of when to do for this movie, it probably took me an hour to think. Like, I don't even know what to, I don't even know what to draw. Has it been me, Tim? I'm not gonna lie, and I can't draw. But if I could draw, and I was doing this, I would have drawn a turd. Just a turd. <laughs> I actually, I. <laughs> That was uh, something I was thinking of, of just drawing, like, just a pile of shit with, like, a DVD copy of the darkness <laughs> sticking out or something. Uh, but I think what what I landed on was uh, is just as effective. So. Okay, cool. I, I look forward to seeing this. Uh, so, there you go. That's some interesting stuff. So, you're getting two episodes a week for at least the next two months, I think. Um mm-hmm. Who knows if we'll keep doing it past then. We might, we might not. We'll see how we feel. Um, but for the next little while, you're getting two episodes a week. Mm-hmm. And you can look forward to that. Uh, and, uh, yeah. And what that'll let us do as well, because there's been some old movies we've been wanting to do uh, to catch up before new sequels and things come out later on in the year. It lets us do both new recent films and do some old stuff at the same time. So It's almost like each week we'll be doing a movie from the past and the present. <laughs> oh thank you Tim <laughs> okay and with that said um, you mentioned social media Timmy where can people find you uh, so all my social media stuff is at Tim Vargulish uh, so that's Twitter, Tumblr uh, Instagram uh, and make sure to like my comic book stuff at facebook.com slash goatman comics. Um, I know I keep mentioning it throughout the year, but, uh, getting really close, uh, to a new book being finished. And as soon as it is, I'll have some exciting news about it. So, uh, please like goatman comics and I will keep you updated as soon as, uh, I'm ready to announce stuff. Cool. You can find me on Twitter and other social media places at wibble 89, uh, which you know, uh, I usually have on the screen, so you can even understand that if you if my accent makes it impossible to <laughs> decipher, which I've heard that some people think I say wibble uh, instead of wibble with two O's, but you know, um, <laughs> but you can do that. You can also, of course, check out a bunch of other shows here in the network. We have one point twenty one gigawatch, in which me and Matt review regular movies. <laughs> By regular, I mean non horror movies. Uh, we did The Nice Guys this past week, and that was a fantastic movie. One of the best movies of the year so far. I thoroughly recommend checking out the review, but checking out the movie. Mm, absolutely. It looks very good. Um, 
You can also check out the Almost Cancelled TV reviews. Every week we do a bunch of TV reviews. Um, on YouTube, they all go up individually as the episodes air. We do them as quick as we can and get them up. And we also <laughs> have a new DC Comics podcast called Comics from the Multiverse uh, to start to coincide with the start of their DC Rebirth thing that they're doing right now. And we're reviewing the books uh, once a week in a nice big batch, uh, which is, again, on the Mail Fuzz TV channel on YouTube or, uh, of course, iTunes and all your podcatcher apps <laughs> that you enjoy using. Uh, but of course, uh, find us on Twitter at mailed underscore fuzz. Email us mailfuzz at gmail.com. If you've got a movie you want to suggest we do at some point, I can certainly add them to the list. Uh, the never ending list, of course, <laughs> which is why we'll be doing this till we're dead. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Ho- hopefully that's a will as well. Not, <laughs> <laughs> Not too soon. <laughs> um, so you could do that. Uh, of course, if you're on YouTube, you can just tell us in the comments below what you thought of The Darkness, if you're unfortunate enough to have seen mm-hmm. it, um, and so on. And also, lastly, do check out our friends over at RoninsReviews.com. They do written movie reviews of a lot of the same movies we cover, actually. They just did Holidays, which we done maybe about a month ago, and oh, nice. they've done a few other ones. I think they did Hush at one point. Plus, they also review concerts and albums and old video games and stuff. It's a uh, pretty good place, so go check it out. And uh, I think that's us. I think I've I think I've plugged everything that I've made to plug. So, well, sounds about it. Episode fifty-five, I want to say, and <sighs> it is maybe the worst movie we have ever reviewed. And I'll just say the worst episode we ever done. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> we've had we've had stinker. That, that was a good solid episode. Oh yeah, there were those ones without me. <laughs> So that's true. <laughs> that's, yes, there was those ones without you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, there we go. Screams after minute, episode fifty-four. Thanks very much for watching, guys. Keep watching scary movies, and whatever you do, don't turn the light off. <laughs> turn, turn off the darkness. <laughs> Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs>